Good day to all that are now joining us on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. And uh, good to have you on board today. It's a day that, I guess, as a Packers fan, you kind of lick your wounds. Uh, we talked about it in the first hour. If you missed it, uh, go back and take a listen to it, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook Live, whatever it happens to be, even on our Apple Podcast, Spotify and Google Podcasts, I, I went through about a 15- to 20-minute dissertation as to how we got here. So when you say you got to fire Gutekinds, you got to fire LaFleur, you got to fire Mark Murphy, you got to fire all these different people, um, there's enough blame for a lot of things to go around. It's not one specific thing. And that's kind of where we started today because you need to understand how things got from point A to point B and the myriad of reasons as to where, what happened and why we're at uh, at this point today. Uh, so if you want to chime in, 877-867-1670. You can follow me on Twitter. And uh, for many of the, you know, thoughts that pop into my head and or discussions during the games, uh, all you got to do is follow me uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also track us down over, uh, well, Ben Kenny producing the show too. You can follow Ben at Ben Z Kenny at Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter and follow his joyous uh, his joyous route to the World Series with the Philadelphia Phillies. You got our Facebook bro- uh, broadcast, uh, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube, follow us over there. Simply uh, Bill Michaels Show on YouTube, on Twitch TV, if you download the app and watch us there. And you can email the program the old-fashioned way, V-T-H-E, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com. That's the website thebillmichaels.com and uh, you can also like I said follow us on Spotify podcasts uh, Apple podcasts also over there on the uh, on the Google podcast as well uh, so Packers lose yesterday in just ugly fashion uh, Rogers says yesterday upcoming the Buffalo Bills this may be the best thing for us I could not agree more because this is it you, you get drilled in this game. There's not going to be many moral victories coming out of this game. Okay? I mean, if you, say, lose this thing 21-20 in a nail-biter with just a couple of mistakes, okay, maybe there's a moral victory there. Maybe there's a glimmer of hope if you start reeling off a few wins to put yourself in position to be a wild card at the end of the season. But... If you get your ass handed to you, it's over. Nail, coffin, dead, gone. This is it. This is about as mu- much of a must-win almost game as I can remember a long time or a must-show-up. This was Aaron Rodgers yesterday after the game talking about the uh, next on the docket being the Buffalo Bills. God damn right it does. I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Uh, this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo on Sunday night football, a chance to get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Because you know if you don't bring your A game, I know it's cliche, you're going to get it handed to you. And it's going to be ugly. So start there. Um... If you don't play well, you're going to be embarrassed on national TV. Uh, if you win, the narrative will be outside of Green Bay. The narrative will be they let down. They thought you were a pushover. 
They watched you get beat by the Commanders. Uh, coming out of a bye, they just took it easy, and Buffalo gave it to you. Here in Wisconsin, it will be, that's finally the team we've been waiting for all season to show up. And maybe that's the springboard forward into what the rest of the season could look like if you work hard. Because I don't want to say that that's the team because then people start to read into that and think, well, okay, this is who we are. And then they'll go out and get their ass handed to you the next week by a lesser team. And you're right back in the same, you know, in the same boat. But I, I agree. I think this is this is the best thing for them. And this is a definitive moment in this season. Yesterday was the the salvo over the bow to say, look, you, you lost to the Giants. Giants, they're figuring out ways to win. You lost to the Jets. They manhandled you. You know, the commanders don't do a lot well. You lost to the backup and the backup. And again, Bailey Zappi made it a game. You know, Daniel Jones, you look at just all these quarterbacks they have faced that are not top-notch, top-level quarterbacks, and you're getting your ass handed to you. You know, and defensively speaking, the defense isn't playing horribly. They're just not getting any help. 877-867-1670. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Steve listening to us in Green Bay on the mighty WDUZ. Steve, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Good, Bill. Um, just a couple points. You know, a lot of people say that we should trade for a wide receiver now. Even if we got him today, he's not going to help us because he won't learn the offense. The guys that we have on the team now have been here all spring and summer, and they still don't get it. Mm-hmm. it. It takes maybe two years to get this offense. And then uh, not, the other... well, not necessarily because last year OBJ came in at the end of the season out in LA, and he would have been the uh, Super Bowl MVP had they had he stayed healthy. Uh, but he ended up having that's, a hell of a year with Matthew Stafford. That's not our offense, though. Right. And one other point: some people are saying we should get rid of Rogers. Well, that's impossible because if we cut him or trade him. That would be a forty million dead hit on our cap, forty million. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, when Rogers, if Rogers say he get say he retires after this year, this this team is done in next year already because they they won't recover from that cap hit. It'll be two years before there's any relevancy for the Green Bay Packers. I completely agree with you. I mean, he's got to yeah. be here at least two so, years. Uh, yeah, so we we can't get rid of him. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not going to sit point, No. Because that would be bad in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And the last point is, maybe Rogers sued Adams all the time because he could trust him not mm-hmm. to drop the right. ball and run the right routes. That's all I got to say, Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. I, I don't think I could disagree with any of that, to be honest with you. I wouldn't disagree with it. I uh, I look at Devontae Adams, and when they said 70 to 85% of the offense ran through Devontae, I believe it now. Um, my chin hit the table when I heard that, but I believe it. They don't have anything. 
you got an offensive line that can't hold a block for more than a second or is not being asked to hold a block for much more than a second or two. Defenses are now seeing what you're doing. They see those those jumble packages of wide receivers, and they said, okay, they're, somebody's getting it. They're running a screen out on the outside, quick outs to the, to the running backs and such. You don't really have a downfield threat. Your only over-the-middle threat really is Robert Tunyon. You don't have much. You don't have much right now. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Also, uh, just in case you missed it yesterday, I always encourage you, whether go back and listen to it or watch it over on YouTube, uh, the Green and Gold Post Game Show yesterday. It was, uh, it was feisty. It was... Uh, I, I can't. I, yesterday it was really well watched. Holy mackerel! Uh, if the radio side was as good as the stream side, for those watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and all that stuff, holy moly! It was in the thousands yesterday. It was a huge day yesterday for the uh, for the post game show, big time. Twelve thousand three hundred and thirty people watching yesterday. Man, it was packed. Uh, let's get back at it. Josh listening to us in lacrosse. Josh, what's going on, man? How you doing today? Good. How about you, therapist, Bill? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Good. Uh, one thing I definitely think if the front office is serious, they do need to go out. They need to pick up a couple of stud receivers because, again, it's going to allow the other defenders that we play against to keep them honest. It should allow Jones and Dylan to play a little more effectively uh, because right now they're just stacking the box. And even if we bring them in today, there's still some basic easy plays that we can give the receiver to make them downfield threats. Gives Rodgers some uh, quick outs. So that's my thoughts on that. What about you? Uh, I think that uh, if you got guys catching a football and actually blocking the way they're supposed to, yesterday could have possibly been a different outcome. Uh, I think to me, and I agree with you of, of all the things you stated, but to me, if the first thing I'm going to do today, I'm putting the football off to the side, and I'm Matt LaFleur, and I'm putting guys together in a film room or what have you, and I'm saying, look, from here on out, it's attention to detail and fundamentals. Because the simple things are killing you. Dropping a football is killing you. Missing a block and, and what could have been either a touchdown run and or a big game for a first down turns out to be a two-yard loss. I think the offensive line needs stability. David, can you play? Yes or no? Why don't you just put him on the IR, get rid of him for the remainder of the season, put the same guys in the same place, solidify your offensive line. Stenovich, you go over and do what you did last year. I'll worry about the game plan right now. We'll talk about it towards the end of the week. You know, Aaron has more of a say in things as to how that he feels they need to run things and, and what they're looking at and go back to the attention to detail. And Joe Barry, look, if you give up big plays, you give up big plays. But we got if we're going to go down, let's go down swinging and whooping somebody's ass. That, that's the mentality I think you have to take inside 1265 right now. Awesome. Love it. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Talk to you. There you go. That's kind of what we're here for is that therapy, you know? Therapy happens. Uh, let's get back at it. Our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, all right, Bill. I guess maybe you could rename it In Treatment. Maybe that. Maybe that would be a good name, <laughs> yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah, I should just it, call, just call this on Mondays. The doctor is in. Exactly. You know, but uh, look. 
LaFleur says he doesn't know. I saw this dysfunction with Dan Devine, Bart Starr, when he was coaching. It was totally dysfunction, okay? And let me ask you a question. You said all these things just a couple of seconds ago. Don't you think they were said after the loss to the Giants? Don't you think they were said after the loss to the Jets? Now they're going to say them again? These players already heard this stuff already. It's not a fa- It's not going to do anything to them. It's not. I Look, look, they, they're going to, come on, you really think they have a shot at Buffalo or even keeping it close? Not, the I don't know, but I think inside those walls they have to believe they can do it, right? Well, they all believe till they get in there and they, and they drop interceptions or they – why aren't they even though? They should have been believing already. You see no, what I I'm agree saying? with that. Yep. It doesn't – it doesn't – this team, there is something when, – when LaFleur said he don't know, it means he knows, but he's not going to say it. Okay? He knows. And there's something mm-hmm. going on here with this team that, that you know, either they tuned them out they don't they don't they they just don't play i mean i'm watching mm-hmm. the game bill come on now this washington team has nothing there's nothing and then nope, the, and even with two minutes left in the game he throws a fling to the sideline and alexander what's he making and uh and he couldn't even knock that ball down he couldn't even get to the ball Come right. on. I mean, look at that. You talk about demoralizing in every aspect of the last three games. They've been demoralized by mediocre, so-so overrated teams. You could say the Giants are six and one. You could say, come on now. Come on now. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it, the, they don't play with that edge. They don't. They don't play with the edge. It looks like it comes and it goes a little on defense, the edge. But totally – they don't play with it. They don't play with it. And whether yep. they should make a trade for a wide receiver or Claypool or not, what is that going to do? That's for next year. If they make the trade now, it's just for Rogers working with the guys for next year. And who knows? I mean, Rogers is probably going to come back because it was $59 million. He's not going to throw that away. You'd have to be really no. not to do that. Well, so, but that know, might not be a bad idea, though, if you're starting to work towards next year. If you can get part of your team together and partly working with a guy for next year, that's not a bad way to go. And you're showing a commitment still to trying to get a team to win now. Right. I, there's I there, there's I no there's no negative that. to that. No, there's not. Because the way they draft and the way their draft choices are turning out for the most part this year and how they like you like we went over in the third round. I mean, that's just awful. I mean, if they could give, if they could get Claypool for third and fourth or whatever, you got to make the move. You got to make the move, and then mm-hmm. get somebody else. I mean, you, come on now. If you're going to say Rogers' window is going to be closed in a year or two more, then you have to go out and make it. Look, remember, and we all spoke about when they had Adams. Oh, they need another receiver on the other side. Remember, we went through that all the time. Now they have yep. neither. They have, look, Lazard is not. Lazard's a third or fourth receiver. At Come best. on, let's be honest. At best. Let's be yep. honest. You know, give me a break with this. They tried to con us in the offseason with Lazard and all this other stuff. We're not stupid, Bill. When yep. are you going to learn I, I agree. I, I completely agree, man. Well, Gerard, I got to cut you loose. Nice. We got to run for the next, uh, for the next break, man. I appreciate it as always, pal. 
There you go. That's our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. They got it all going on right now at Cunis. Right now, they've winterized a bunch, but they also have a bunch on consignment, trade-ins, and new inventory still starting to come in. That's our friends at Cunis RV growing, the fastest growing RV dealership all throughout the great state of Wisconsin and well beyond the borders. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is Cunis RV. Dot com Again, Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, Cunis, R-V, dot com. We'll talk with Rob Reich, a really good piece yesterday written in Forbes.com right after the game. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Great weekend this past weekend, San Giorgio, Calderon Club, great places, best Italian food you're ever going to put in your grill. Downtown Milwaukee, Old World Third Street, right by the Hyatt. If you're heading down there for a Bucks game uh, or a, a Admirals game before or after, Marquette game, UWM game, whatever it happens to be, if you're heading down or just want a great evening out, either place, fantastic. Calderon Club, great Italian food, sit-down dinner, great pizzas next door over at San Giorgio, the Pugliatana Pizzeria, and they paired up with Cider Boys from uh, Point Brewing. Great stuff all the way around. Check out our friends over there, Gino and the gang, San Giorgio, Calderon Club, and the Point Brewing gang. All down there at Calderon Club in San Giorgio. Good stuff. Bring in uh, now Rob Reichel. Good stuff yesterday in uh, Forbes.com. If you read after the game, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, a lot of ugly, Rob, uh, with this team right now, and I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Do you? Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot pretty from that game, was there, Billy? Yeah, and, and no. no I, I, I'm with you. I, I, you know, I don't know what they hang their hat on at this point in time offensively. Um, uh, I mean, unless they make two or three. Because I don't even think it's just one bill at, at the trade deadline. I don't know that one piece helps this offense as dreadful as, as it's been. They might need a couple of guys. You know, they might need to trade for Jerry Judy and Chase Claypool or something like that to, to give this offense any kind of lift or spark. It's you know they're 23rd in offense at 18 points a game. They you know we, we've we've got what four straight games now where Rodgers has a passer rating under 100. They played seven games, Bill. I mean, can can you can you give me a a signature Rogers game in there, a signature Rogers moment. I, I don't think so. You know, he, no. he doesn't have a 300, he doesn't have a 300 yard passing game yet. He's only two of the seven games, Bill, he's gone over 250 in the, in the passing game. You know, they, they struggle to get the run going. Um, they're, they're, there's no talent at the wide receiver position. Um, they're, they're beat up there as well. I am, you know, the, the left tackle doesn't go again yesterday. So, I mean, they've got a world of problems, and I'm, this is why Matt Lafleur, right, gets big boy money and has a big boy job is to try to fix all this and 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 find some answers to these problems. I just I just don't know that the answers exist right now, Bill. Um, I, I'm watching both Good Morning Football, ESPN today. They're talking about the predictability of the offense, simple things. Um, it's the attention to detail. It's, you know, missing a block, dropping a foot. They had, they've had 11 drops in the last two weeks. They missed three or four blocks yesterday. They could have sprung plays either for first downs and or big plays. It just seems like they're just they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. I don't know. I mean, I get it that the scheme has become incredibly predictable and everybody's talking about how Matt LaFleur is not getting any creativity. But this whole thing of just standing in shotgun and doing any everything out of that, it seems like there is just nothing there offensively for these guys to hang their hats on right now. 
Yeah, I never thought I'd say this, Bill, but they do miss Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I mean, they, they really do. They, they need. Oh, man, did you watch him last night? Holy moly. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got more chemistry in a month and a half with, with Patrick Mahomes than he built in four years with, with Aaron Rodgers. And, but, you know, they, they just need somebody to take the top off. It should have been Christian Watson. And, you know, it, 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 it appears that his rookie year is going to be a bust, much like you know, Devontae Wyatt, and it, it doesn't look like they're going to get a whole lot of help out of this draft class, which which is a whole other story. But, um, Bill, they, they just they don't have the ability right now to get anything vertical or, or down the field. So, so teams are going to do just what Washington did yesterday, rush four, sit back with seven, play the two safeties, let them dink and dunk with the underneath stuff. They'll give them those four or five-yard completions and say, all right, Aaron, you know, try to find a way to go. 85 yards in 17 plays. We think at some point in time along the way, you'll mess up. Somebody will mess up, and and, that, and that's been the story. Um, it, it's why they're averaging 18 points a game, because they can't get the chunk plays. They can't get anything big over the top. So, uh, Bill, I, you know, I, I'm of the mindset that Matt LaFleur could be the most creative offensive mind in the league, but but if you don't have somebody who can go deep downfield and, and make plays and get you a 40, 50-yard gain from time to time, I mean, yesterday it should have been Amari Rodgers on the one ball that, that hit him in the hands. If, you know, that that's a ball, obviously, that a year ago Devontae Adams pulls in or five years ago Jordy Nelson pulls in or somebody like that. They, they just don't have that weapon. They don't have that target right now in the in the passing game and – Again, unless Brian Gutekunz does something dramatic here in the in the next eight days, which is out of character for Green Bay, I don't see that changing. I mean, if if, if they get waxed by Buffalo on Sunday night, Bill, I think the narrative quickly changes. Do, do these guys become sellers instead of buyers? Now, that's going to be my next question. I uh, We were just talking about this earlier. If, say, you do go after a Chase Claypool, does it do two things? One, it tells you that we're not giving up on the season. We're still going to try to get you some help. And it also starts to get you into the, you know, hey, let's get the methodology. Let's get the familiarity. Let's get the offense down so next year we can hit the ground running. Well, it does. I mean, undoubtedly. But obviously the wild card in the whole situation is that the quarterback continues you know, to be non-committal to what his future is. He's got the three-year contract, obviously, that he signed in, in the off season, but, but he and the organization have treated it all along like it's a year-to-year deal, and, and he hasn't said, I, I'm on board through 2024. And I, I think those would be some nice words for a lot of people in the organization and, and his teammates to hear, Bill, because it, it, it is the elephant in the room all the time is, well, how long is Aaron around for? And when, when he kind of, you know, it, it's very similar to how Favre played out his last four, five, six years in Green Bay, right? You just you just didn't know. So um, at what point in time, I guess, you know, do do you need an answer from him to, to kind of address this season? Now, no, nobody expected this, right? When you, when you looked at the schedule and, and you saw these last three games of, of Giants, Jets, Washington, and, and they were sitting at three and one. You probably thought the worst they'd be at five was five and two, and they'd undoubtedly be a buyer at at, at, at the trade deadline if if they wanted to amp up that offense. But you know now with things going south quickly, that conversation I think has to exist sooner than later for for Gutekunst and Rogers because Gutekunst needs to I think have some clarity on on what exactly it, it is you know that that Rodgers wants to do in 2023 and 2024 and Rodgers may not give him those answers and if he can't give him a concrete answer bill you know th- then I think Gutekunst has to look at it like well there's no given that this guy's coming back and I mean Bill you look at Green Bay's five games right Buffalo 
uh, Detroit, Dallas, Tennessee, Philly. I mean, they're going to be underdogs today, at least three of those games, maybe four. Detroit's the only one I think you would circle as a win. And after, and after what you saw yesterday, there's no givens for this football team anymore. Um, I, I think Green Bay would be incredibly fortunate, Bill, to go three and two in those five. And they'd probably go two and three. And, and so what would that have you sitting at, five and seven? You know, so, so mm-hmm. Cody has to think big picture on this whole thing as well, Bill, that there's no guarantee with Rodgers. Um, do, do you really start salvaging the future uh, you know, and, and, and give away ones and twos if, if that's what it would take, uh, you know, to, to get some of these guys into town. Um, I, I, I just don't know, Bill, and, and that's why it's going to be – Green Bay is going to be one of the more fascinating teams at the trade deadline, Bill, because it's not a championship roster, and it's not a championship team, even if you had a Claypool, you know, e- even if you had a Brandon Cook, somebody like that. It's, it's not close to a championship offense right now. So so does Gutekun say, well, there's no given with Rodgers, Let's move on from player A, B, or C instead and, and, and start the rebuilding sooner than later. Um, real quick, before I let you go, we're talking with Rob Reichel, Forbes.com. So yesterday we saw off, off, obviously the offense not good, the offensive line's in a shambles right now, even though they're trying to put people in the right place at the right time. Is it too little too late with this offensive line, and, and what do you do with Bakhtiari at this point? Because to me, at the end of the season, you make a decision if you're just going to cut him loose. You don't uh, allow any longer guys like Cobb and, and Bakhtiari to be held hostage because Rodgers wants his friends there anymore. I think you have to continue to move forward, right? Yeah, I, I'm with you a thousand percent. You know, I, Bill, you flashed this thing back, right, to the summer of 2021 where Rodgers kind of held the organization uh, hostage and, and Brian Gutekunz folded his hand and threw all his cards into the middle and he he kind of let the you know the, the 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 head inmate take over the asylum didn't he by by giving Rogers far more say in in certain things trading for his buddies uh, things like that um, it, it, it it I think it's a bad look inside that locker room when you have one player that you know has that much power and he obviously supersedes so many of his teammates when it comes to the organizational structure so you know i I think brian gutekunst made a mistake 18 months ago by by not trading aaron Rodgers when his peak value you know probably could have got you back three ones and a two and a three or something like that and you could have you could have easily started the 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 reload at that point in time now you've put it off two years and and i don't think it's going to wind up being pretty bill um you know, to your specific question, you know, no, Bakhtiari's on, you know, I, I, I think he's on the books next year, Bill, for, you know, $14 million or something like that. And um, I, I do think they'd save like seven if they moved on from him. There's going to be a dead cap hit at some point in time that, that that's going to be pretty costly. But um, you just don't know week in and week out what, what you're getting at that left tackle. And, and it, and you think back, you know, to a year and a half, two years ago when Bakhtiari signed that monster contract, you know, his third one, which is always risky for, you know, a team to give a guy a third contract. Boy, Bill, you know, you made him the highest paid left tackle in the league. And, you know, you, you knew there were going to be inherent risks cap wise. If, uh, if anything went, you know, even, you know, five degrees off, off the track and that's where green Bay finds themselves right now. So no, I, I'm with you. you. You've got to move on from some of those deals like Bakhtiari this offseason. Uh, Randall Cobb, obviously, I think this should be his last year in town because you've got some big guys coming up that you've got to make some tough calls on um, with with Elton Jenkins, with, with Rashawn Gary, with, with Darnell Savage. Um, you know, they, they, they've got a they've got a long list of you know Alan Lazard's on that list. They, they've got a 
they've, they've got a big list bill of, of potential free agents that, that are going to hit the market and uh, younger guys, 24, five, six years old, that they're going to have to decide whether to keep those guys or not. So freeing up some money with, with people like Bakhtiari and Cobb, I, I think, you know, come February, Bill, those are going to be almost no-brainer decisions for, for Goody Closed. Good stuff, Rob. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll chat further down the road, okay? Hey, you enjoy your day. I, I assume the callers are going to be uh, pretty lively for you, Billy. <laughs> yeah. It's always a good show on a Monday, without a doubt. Good stuff, buddy. We'll All talk right. soon. Thanks much. There you go. That's uh, Rob Reichel joining us for a couple of minutes, uh, to say the very least. Uh, thank, uh, thank him for sticking around a little bit extra time today. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines, 877-867-1670, 877 877- 867-1670. You can also almost, uh, or also, I should say, email the program, vbillmichaels at gmail.com. vbillmichaels at gmail.com. More of your reaction. Packers lose yesterday. Stick around. we got a lot more to come. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. John Atley and his staff, great people, and they continually give back to the community. If you're looking for the best water softening system in the business, it's the Kinetico system. Again, get a hold of them, H2, the letter O, doctors, h2odoctors.com, or call them direct, 262 269-7733, 262-549-7733. 249-7733, 262-549-7733. Again, 262-549-7733. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Quick trip reminding you about the opening drive sweepstakes. You can uh, stop in, purchase any of uh, Quick Trip's fully guaranteed gasolines with the Quick Rewards card, and you're automatically entered. One weekly winner. One weekly winner. Listen to this. Uh, now, I know it's not a lot of faith in the Packers offense right now, but for every yard they garner on the opening drive, you're going to get a $10 gas card. And if by chance, hallelujah, they score. Uh, you could win up to 500 bucks. Not a bad way to go. Just for stopping in and getting what you need anyway. That's gas at Quick Trip. So why not make it Quick Trip? For everything outside and inside, it's our friends from Quick Trip. And use your Quick Rewards card. And if you're going to be doing some tailgating or some grilling or you need some eggs or your milk or your butter, whatever you need, stop in at Quick Trip. They have it right there, fast, easy, and it's good, good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. Phone lines are open. Let's get to it. Uh, Duke listening to us right here in my backyard in Brookfield. Duke, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Yeah, it's okay today, I guess. Uh, I I guess I can live with the loss, but uh, it was pretty disgusting. I, I thought there were some positives, though. I thought the offensive line played pretty good. You know, when you look at their ages, you know, Tom at left tackle, I was surprised he was the left tackle and not the right tackle. Mm-hmm. Runyon, Nyman, Myers, and Jenkins. I mean, that's a pretty good young nucleus there. I was, again, confused as to why Nyman wasn't the left tackle, but I guess they know what they're doing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Bakhtari, I, is it time to move on? It looks like it's getting really close to the edge here where it's time to move on. Running back, yeah. Dylan. I mean, he can't, he can't run the ball out of the shotgun. He's five yards, six yards deep. You're handing him the ball. It takes him three steps to get to the line. Hey, the defensive linemen in this league are athletes. They're going to get there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can't run him out of the shotgun. On first right. down to get a yard, to get two yards, he's a short yardage back, and that's all he is. He gives. He doesn't have any moves. But, but you know, we, we somehow can't find a third running back. We've got a couple on the roster, but you can't even get one into a game and give him a shot. Well, no. your best weapon is Aaron Jones, but you just, they don't run it right and they don't commit to it. You can't run the ball six, seven, eight times and say, well, you've got a run game. That's, that's a farce. No, you know, I, I mean, totally. and, and you, you also don't have anything really working downfield to stretch it a little bit. So you at least put the safeties back right now. If I'm a defense, I put everybody at the line and say, try to beat me because you can't and you won't commit to beating me. And that's, that's on Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I agree with with that. I I think Dobbs is going to be okay someday, but to put the whole, you know, to to bank on a rookie carrying you, I mean, I think he'll be fine once he learns how to protect the ball after he catches it. Right now, I think the defenses know that, hey, the kid catches the ball, just go after the ball, because he apparently has never been coached to put the ball away. You know, hold on to the ball and put it away. Well, the big has to remember is you can't run without it you know i none of these guys can run without the football and you're, they're all starting to take off before they actually get the football in their hands and you know that was the same thing james jones went through and then finally he had an epiphany and became a really good wide receiver Devonte adams same thing you can't run without the football the first thing your job is is to catch the football and and then go from there it's just attention to detail more than anything yeah well you know, you look back at the last really good team they had when uh, they went to the Super Bowl when you had Driver, Jones, Jordy, and Jenkins, or, uh, Jennings at wide receiver, and then you compare that to what we have now, it's like, holy cow, is the cupboard bare. Mm-hmm. And there's only one person responsible for that, and that person, I think, has to go. We've been waiting on a first-round pick wide receiver now for about 22 years. Well, here's my question to you, and, and because and I went through this earlier today, and I looked at it and said, look, he had his hands tied because he's waiting on the quarterback. He couldn't go out and get anybody. He couldn't commit to Devontae Adams. He couldn't make a deal for anybody on the open market because you had to wait until your quarterback decided to sign. And then your quarterback said, I need to be the pay- highest-paid quarterback out there. And, and so instead of, you know, we always said, do the Tom Brady thing, take less. He didn't. It was $50 million a year. It's what it came down to after you break it all down. It's $50 million a year. How, you, you can only spend, they only have $7.5 million over the cap or under the cap right now. It's not well, like well, they I didn't spend some money, year. but I, I, yeah. But what's the but going into next year, you got to make or, What's his excuse the last three or four years for not getting a wide receiver? No, I agree with that. 100%. Complete agree. Had his shot, he's blown it, and when changes happen at in, at the Packers, you know when they happen? They happen when the crowd boos, and it's coming. You're going to hear. Oh, they it. were booing in the game against the Jets. Big time. I know. That's when I say that when the crowd boos, changes in Green Bay happen. That's what McCarthy got fired for because the crowd was booing. If they mm-hmm. boo, somebody is going, and it. The most logical guy, two most logical guys to go right now are your defensive coordinator and your GM. That's who, that's where the nooses are lined up right now. Mm-hmm. Nope, I, I completely that's agree. That's where it is. Yep, 100%. I 100% agree. 
Appreciate the phone call, man. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. Elliot, listening to... Well, let's do this. I want to get to Elliot when we come back. We're late for a break. We'll hang in there. Elliot, I'll get to you. Then we got Chris out here in Brookfield as well. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show on a day that you're just kind of venting at this point. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Washington Commanders 23-21. Washington had a record of just 2-4, and four, and they were 4.5-point underdogs at home, and yet they dominated the time of possession of the game with 72 plays on offense to just 47 for Green Bay. The Commanders veteran wide receiver, Terry McLaurin. Um, I definitely think we had to grind out in a lot of situations to either score points or get first downs or extend the drive, and I think we did that when we needed to if you want to be a you know a, a team that's winning and winning consistently you have to be able to make those plays the Packers defense started out strong with Devondre Campbell and a 63 yard pick six off of backup quarterback Taylor Heineke early in the second quarter later Green Bay lost their best pass rusher Rashawn Gary to a concussion after a helmet-to-helmet collision Packers linebacker Preston Smith uh, we got to find a way to fix it man we got to do whatever it takes to get back on the right track and get back to win Aaron Rodgers playing with that sore right thumb managed to 14 points offense. His leading receiver was running back Aaron Jones. Matt LaFleur asked, what will it take to get Aaron Rodgers back to an MVP performance? I think it takes everybody. It takes everybody around him. You know, you got to have the protection in front of you to be able to hold up. You got to have the guys making plays, too. I feel like we had a ton of drops. We had a lot of penalties. It put us back behind the sticks. And those are tough situations to climb out of. Aaron Rodgers once said, relax and run the table. But now at three and four and having to face the Bills this Sunday night on the road, is that even plausible? Damn right it does. I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us Uh, this week. You know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo on Sunday night football, the chance to get exposed. Shoot, might be the best thing for us. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Great place. Relax. Have a good beverage. Whiskey, a bourbon, drink of your choice, beer. Maybe a cigar, maybe a hookah, some entertainment on the weekends. That's our friends at Nice Ash. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. And a good place to watch uh, this year's Christmas parade as well, which is going to be an emotional time down there uh, after a year after uh, the tragedy that happened last year. So if you're looking to support some of the businesses, Waukesha, that is one of them. Go to theniceash.com. That's theniceash.com. And uh, get down there and support some some of those businesses. Uh, Joshua say it's unfortunate. I think Green Bay is screwed. Uh, a lot of people on the Bud Light live stream. Also, um, when you say uh, LaFleur's hands are tied, he got neutered by Mark Murphy to keep Rodgers happy. See, I, I don't believe all of that. Uh, Tampa, the oldest team in the NFL this year, they went all in and they got uh, to one Super Bowl with Brady. Uh, but this is the beginning of the backslide of that kind of a deal. Uh, in the meantime, you got uh, trading for a receiver like giving – a dying cancer patient, a Botox injection, makes them feel pretty for a short period of time, but they're still going to die. Uh, boy, that's pretty morbid right there. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, can we all admit this draft looks like garbage uh, from many and just got much, much more coming in on the uh, on the Bud Light live stream. So thanks. Uh, thanks over there. Keep it coming. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, in the meantime, get back to the phone calls and let's go to Elliot listening to us in Milwaukee. Elliot, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hi, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Uh, Let me vent a little bit. Um, I 100% agree with you. You are spot on with your analysis over the last year or so of, you know, why we're here and what happened and how we ended up in this spot. But I'm going to do you one better. I can tell you the exact day this all started, and that was the 2020 draft day when we drafted Jordan Love, number mm-hmm. one, and uh, since that day, everything has gone downhill. You had the Aaron Rodgers saga. He was uh, offended that that happened. Uh, it, it's taken us two to three years of kissing his behind uh, and uh, giving him way more authority than any player should have in order to make up for uh what we did in drafting and not and not informing him of what we were going to do you look at it and that should have been our number one choice should have been a, a receiver at that point so not only did we trade up for jordan love we offended our quarterback we didn't get a receiver and i think that's when this whole mess really began uh is taking jordan love and whatever you say about jordan love there's no way they give $50 million to Aaron Rodgers if they think Aaron, if they think Jordan Love has a chance. So right. I think the Packers have now said, hey, Jordan Love might be a good backup quarterback in this league, but he's never going to be a starting quarterback in this league. Let's go all in on Aaron Rodgers. So to me, that was the uh, fateful day that this whole saga started, and it's been drama ever since. Yeah, I, that I'd agree with. You, you, be, that started it all, kind of the uh, the spiral in many different directions for this team. Appreciate the phone call. Good call, too. Uh, I'd agree with that. The, the, the choice to pick Jordan Love when you came out of the season prior thinking Aaron Rodgers was on the downside of his career was probably one of the biggest oversights as a general manager. And you've been trying, you've been backtracking and trying to fill the hole back in ever since. That I'd agree with. Uh, this is from Jim. Jim says the bottom line is this: if they do not win on Sunday night, the season is over. There's not one team in the NFL that I would pick the Green Bay Packers against. Not even the Lions. The Lions make a couple of plays. They're a better team than what their record indicates. Although I gotta, I gotta say, you are <laughs> use the Denny Green. You know, you are who you know your record says you are. You know, you are who we thought you were. So, but I would agree that this, this is it. This is it. You start out three and five, it's pretty much over. Pretty much over. Two down, two to go. Phone call still to come. I'll get back into them right after the top of the hour. Got people holding on. We got stock up and stock down coming. Chris listening to us in Brookfield, Bill in Green Bay. Stay right where you're at. We'll be back right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.